Surviving with Terry said, I have a feeling the bear is getting his coffee ready. Joke's on you, Terry. It's already ready already. Aha, YouTube notification. Wow, you got a YouTube notification? Yep, just now. It must be the stars are in alignment or Mercury's in retrograde or I don't know. Right. Good morning, everybody. Today is the 20th of November, 2023. It's Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. Asterisk's birthday today. He's 81 years old. No way. 81 years old. Oh, my gosh. And uh, the DNC Democratic National Committee is pretty concerned because 70% of Democrats polled, of Democrats polled, said the man is too old to run for a second term. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Joe Manchin, I think from West Virginia has said that he's going to run for president. Now he's a registered Democrat, but his strategy is to rile up the, uh, the middle, the radical middle is what he's calling it. Those people that are disenfranchised with both Trump and Biden. We'll see what happens with that. Of course, uh, Mr. Biden, I don't know. Do you call a robot, Mr. Is it just, I don't know. Biden um his approval ratings are the lowest they've ever been during his presidency the best number i can find for that is at 40 percent. other polls put it in the mid 30s as far as his approval rating because of how he's quote handling the genocide in gaza end quote um that's interesting oh how quickly the cookie crumbles right because uh, what three weeks ago Everybody's pro-Israel. Now everybody's pro-Hamas. Who would have thought? I think we called that three weeks ago. And um, some other things about Biden that I can't remember at the moment. Because who cares? Who paves your road? That matters. Who's your sheriff? That matters. Bear Independent Brief, 20 November 23. Is campaigning an illegal legal tangles continue for the presidential race in 2024 oh that's right i remember now for the first time ever national polling has donald trump ahead of joseph robin and biden jr if the election was held today so we shall see a denver judge has ruled that trump is eligible for the 2024 colorado ballot Petitioners were hoping to keep Trump off the primary ballot in January due to the language in Section 3 of the 14th Amendment about barring, quote, an officer of the United States if they had engaged insurrection, end quote, after taking an oath to the U.S. Constitution, which, by the way, these people's oaths are worthless because they don't believe in the Constitution and they don't believe in the book that they swear upon. They don't care. To them, and, you know, we're, what, three minutes into the brief? But, yeah, lying is permissible and encouraged amongst Satanists. Just so we're on the same page here. Absolutely. Yeah, I'll I'll totally swear an oath uh, on this book that I don't believe in to a document that I don't believe in. Sure, whatever. It sounds good. Ah. Judge Sarah B. Wallace concluded that the disqualification provision doesn't cover presidents. Qualification, disqualification provision in Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. So that's interesting. Uh, Texas Governor Greg Abbott, he of 
dubious conservatism. I don't know. I want to like Abbott, but every now and then he does things that are just retarded, in my opinion. Uh, Greg Abbott is expected to endorse uh, Trump for GOP nomination Sunday, which would have been yesterday. So that's probably happened already. Trump has said that he would initiate the biggest deportation effort in U.S. history, part of which would include reinstating policies like travel bans and his, quote, remain in Mexico, end quote, policy. So it's no surprise that Texas, which endures the brunt of the problems arising from poor border policies, eager to back Trump in 2024. <sighs> Y'all ever seen the border wall? I've seen parts of it. I know the guy, uh, the trenching company that did the 700 miles of border fence, border wall in Arizona, also did trenching for us in the wind turbine industry. And um, I asked him about the wall. Like, how does it work? Like, what do you do? You know, is it just 700 miles of wall? He's like, no, no. It's a uh, 5,000 foot of fence, and then it's open 400 meters, then 5,000 foot of fence, and then it's open for 100 meters, then 5,000 foot of fence, then it's open for 100 meters for 700 miles. I said, well, that's retarded. He goes, yeah, yeah. I said, well, why did you do that? He goes, that was the specification. I said, what was the point? He said, the point was... That way, the Democrats still get people filtering across the border because if you find a fence, it doesn't matter if you walk left or you walk right. At most, you're walking a half a mile till there's a hole in the fence. So people can still come and go. And the Republicans get to say they built 700 miles of border fence. And uh, what did that cost? It was billions of dollars. It was billions billions of of your taxpayer dollars. Execution matters <laughs> like it matters a lot build the wall like, are there holes in the wall because if we're going to intentionally put holes in the wall then i don't think we should build the wall that's stupid um and if there's the occasional hole in the wall that's manned by i don't know a checkpoint and there's like gates and swing arms and you know a t- tower with a big shiny light and a machine gun in it yeah okay yeah, that's something you know but if we're going to build the wall on every mile, it's got a hole in it. You could literally fly an airplane through. No, that's that's stupid. Uh, let's see. Mm-mm-mm. Before Trump had even made his speech in Texas, CNN headlines read, quote, Trump heads to U.S.-Mexico border as he escalates anti-immigrant rhetoric, end quote. Something Trump has been doing already is mentioning the need for a harder line against accepting immigrants to have, quote, jihadist sympathies in light of the Israel-Hamas war. I just, guys, I'm just at the point where I'm like, how about nobody? How about just nobody for a while? <laughs> Let's just, just see how we do on just, our own. Just, oh, give us your poor, your starving masses. Um, yeah. yeah. When you came to Ellis Island... You didn't instantly get food stamps and Medicaid and housing. No, you were just here, right? And if you could, if there was a work opportunity or a work program, they might have slotted you into it. But that was it, right? And when you came to Ellis Island, if you didn't, if you couldn't hack it, you sent, you got sent home. We don't do that anymore. And 
why? Why do we let these, these people across the southern border? Lots of reasons. One is Democratic voting base. The other is probably for, because it, how shall I say this? Good morning, Alpha, Alphabet Soup Boys. Because it substantiates the existence of a lot of Alphabet Soup Boys to let these people cross the border. Because, you know, this homegrown terror threat, who are we going to target? We got all these MRAPs from the DOD at the end of the Afghanistan war. We got to do something with them, that kind of thing. We got to maintain our budget. Well, if there's nobody to fight, then no budget. Um, that's part of it. And then there's also the demography, the demographics. And there's um, interesting arguments on either side of that. But uh, y'all need to have more babies so we don't need to let people in at the southern border. It's basically what the demographers say. Chad gave us 20 bucks and said, in honor of Joey B's birthday, you dog-faced pony soldier, here's lunch on me, brother. Bless you. Um, the big guy. 10% for the big guy. Um, there's legitimate concern about people coming across the border. Uh, it's a, it's absolutely an invasion. It's just a very slow invasion. And that's why the vast majority of people aren't losing their mind over this. And then you have the democratic socialist narrative that's saying you know we need to take care of everybody because that always works out in communism that works out really well um what is the name of that guy the guy that produced the the documentaries agenda one and agenda two he was on the uh, andy frizzella show real af recently i don't know a week or two ago fascinating talking about how the communist the american communist party which is the thing took over the um, environmental movement like 50 years ago, knowing that uh, it would be very hard to get people to disagree with, we should take care of the planet. And then basically filled all of that uh, line of thinking with their rhetoric, their agenda to co-op people. And they've more or less, not all the youth, but a lot of the youth more or less infiltrated all of the youth with these socialist utopia concepts. It's part of why you should raise your children. And even if they go to public school, education doesn't end when school ends. And you should spend as much or more time with your children teaching them than your, your teachers do. Meanwhile, now let's see. The U.S. I should read the correct paragraph. That war, the Israel-Hamas war, has sent societal tensions bubbling in the U.S. as political rhetoric pushes impassioned people towards conflict with each other. Currently, the U.S. Department of Education is conducting investigations into anti-Semitism and Islamophobia at seven different schools in the U.S. across both K-12 institutions and colleges. Five of those investigations are for anti-Semitism and two for, are for Islamophobia. Secretary of Education Miguel Cardona has gone so far as to warn schools that they can lose their federal funding if they do not investigate incidents of anti-Semitism on their campuses. Mm. Good morning, Magic Prepper. My teacher's a vegetarian. Nobody's perfect. Yep. Eat meat. Lift heavy things. Breathe air. Touch grass, I think the kids say. Touch grass. Is that what they say? 
I don't know anything what they say nowadays. It's like Bob's generation. <clears throat> what? It's like Bob's generation. Yeah. Chris said, I just ordered a bear fact. That's awesome. Get them while you can. Let me show for a minute. Refugemedical.com. Do you like breathing air and circulating blood? <laughs> Are you made of meat? You might consider the best first aid kit on planet Earth. Oh, Refugemedical.com. Handmade by Americans in America, not the Chinese Communist Party. Filled with the best medical components that money can buy. Not high price point bullshit that maximizes profits for schlubs. Check us out at refugemedical.com. Only 108 people still alive because this product exists. Dot com. Uh, anyway. So, this is interesting. So, the Federal Department of Education is saying to these schools, if you don't investigate anti-Semitism and Islamophobia, you will lose your funding. Now, I do think things like that should be investigated. But by who? In our little town? Like, who's going to, the football coach? Well, you know, Jim Bob, we might have some of that Islamophobia going on around here. We got to take a good hard look. Billy Sue, come over here. You like them Islams? I don't know, sir. All right, get in the back of the truck. Like, who's investigating? I don't know. They don't know. But it just illustrates, yet again, the federal government's policy is very much so you will do what we tell you to do or we will pull your funding. And that's been used in education. It's been used in the um, like Department of Transportation, county commissioner level. It's it, all this federal funding just trickles into all these states and it undermines the Tenth Amendment and the state's rights. Right. Like, yeah, we can't tell you what to do, but we can strongly suggest that you take course of action A, because if you don't, you'll lose all of your funding. Beholden to no man, the rich rule over the poor and a borrower is slave to the lender. And then these federales that are what, $34 trillion in debt have the audacity to give you a credit score about how well you can pay back the banks that own them. Seems like the system's kind of rigged, if you're asking me. Like, get a piece of land. Even if it's not even your piece of land, find find some homies. Hang out with homies on land. Get sheep, get cows, get chickens, get turkeys. So that this week, when we celebrate Thanksgiving, you can shoot a turkey in the face and eat it instead of having to go to the store to get one. Grow food. Hang out with your peeps. Drink coffee. Raise your children in the way that they're supposed to go so they don't depart from it when they're older. Train. You want to shoot your gun. You don't have to go to the range and deal with the RSO that doesn't even have a tourniquet, let alone know how to apply one, right? Yeah, No, you just go in the woods and you shoot guns and you, you train with your homies. You know, like be a feral human. Remember that now men, I'm talking to men here. Remember that um, you have testicles and they are to produce testosterone and that when you are filled with testosterone that allows you to do man stuff like protect provide and bless and not be an absolute p-word pushover sop and wet fool i'm policing my language because my seven-year-old is in the room but act like a man be a man you don't need anybody's permission to exist See, your rights are given by God and then constitutionally protected, not the other way around. 
And um, let's be a little radical this morning. I don't care what your book of laws says. If it contradicts what my book of laws says, I'm going to follow one set of rules. It's these rules right here. And if that makes me a homegrown, radical, religious extremist, so be it. Here's a little tidbit you might not know. Our founding fathers were radical religious extremists. Yeah, yeah, they were. Not all of them, but most of them certainly were. They were like, stay in England, deal with this tyrannical king, not be able to worship the way we want to, or get on wooden boats and sail across the Atlantic for four months with an axe and a musket and go figure it out. Mm. We're in the go figure it out camp because we want to be able to do what we want to do, not what some tyrannical bully tells us we have to do. We've lost that. We've gotten too comfortable as Americans. What's the thread count on these sheets? You have sheets. Praise Yah. Who cares? Amanda Willis. I know that, sister. Good morning, Amanda. Amanda and John from SOE Tactical. This company right here, Special Operations Equipment. Amanda, I'll have you know, I was wearing this hoodie when I was at physical therapy because um, my spine looks like uh, the great American scream machine, which is a roller coaster in New Jersey. And I was at PT and I was wearing this hoodie and I am by at least three decades, the youngest person there. And I'm standing in line and there's a lady behind me who's, I don't know, 75-ish. And I feel somebody looking at me and I turn and look and she's standing, you know, she's four foot, seven inches tall, you know, 73 pounds. And she's got this scowl on her face. And I said, ma'am, can I help you? And she goes, I was reading the back of your sweatshirt where it says made in the MFing USA on the back of it. I was like, oh yeah, this is a great company. You should check them out. They make awesome stuff. And I got a scowl, but I don't care. Still wear my hoodie, my SOE hoodie everywhere. Um, Talk about another American-made company run by good people. Like, if you need some, like, tactical gear, right, or a diaper bag that holds 47 magazines, um, SOE Tactical, check them out. They make awesome stuff. And people are going to be like, oh, my God, that's expensive. You know why? Because Chinese slave labor Uyghurs didn't make it in the Xinhao province of China. Americans made it out of the best quality materials on planet Earth. I run SOE gear. Is it expensive compared to what? Condor? Yeah. Or like no name brand on Amazon? Yeah. You know why it's expensive? Because it freaking works. It's the same same criticism people have of the bear fact. It's expensive. Okay, cool. You go price flowers for a funeral. Tell me which one costs more. I'll wait. Buy once, cry once. That's exactly right, Matthew Goza. <sighs> Kenneth Piru, what's up, Kenneth? I know that guy. All right. Where the hell were we? Meanwhile, protests continue to spread. Police have been dispersing and arresting demonstrators in different places, including the News Corp headquarters and the entrance of investment company BNY Mellon. Just this weekend, protests were planned in multiple major cities like New York and Chi-Town. On Saturday, a pro-Palestinian protest shut down Dusable Lakeshore Drive in downtown Chicago. There was a clash between demonstrators and police officers, reported. Now, in Chicago, I know they have snowplows. I, like, 
Yeah. Put the plows on the trucks, boys. <laughs> We're going in hot. I want you to hit this in fourth gear. Just come rolling right through here. If body parts fly off the front of the plow, body parts fly off the front of the plow. Who cares? And talk about useful idiots. Going back to, you know, um, Karl Marx and this, you know, neo-socialism is being taught to children. Talk about useful idiots. Go lay down in the street. That's stupid. Like, that's, I don't know. Somewhere there has to be a Western Star twin steer axle, four drive axle, heavy hauler somewhere that we can just, I don't know, put 300,000 pounds of dunnage on a 18 axle uh, low boy trailer and just go rip roaring right through that place. And whatever happens, happens. Because, like, you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. I don't know. Yeah, I have no problem running them over. <laughs> I run over people I didn't even try to run over. So, <laughs> you know, somebody's laying in the road just asking for it. I'll definitely run over. Careful, there's 1,500 people here. I wouldn't admit to any crime, sweetheart. <laughs> no, it was it was an accident. <laughs> <laughs> The drawing on that police report. <laughs> sketching a snowplow right here and sketching body parts flying everywhere. Yeah, Nostradamus, allegedly. Um, gosh, where were we? Let's see. There was a clash between demonstrators and police officers in Chicago reported later that evening the Democratic Party convention in California was locked down as a thousand strong anti-Israel protest disrupted the event. Until a ceasefire is called in Israel, more protests are expected. What does all of this mean? FBI Director Christopher Wray said, quote, Our top concern stems from lone offenders inspired by or reacting to the ongoing Israel-Hamas conflict as they pose the most likely threat to Americans, Arab-American communities in the United States. And of the FBI is now finally catching on to the fact that maybe a leaky southern border could lead to domestic terrorism. Okay, cool. So we've known this for, what, a decade? The FBI is just finally talking about it. Appreciate you, Christopher Ray. Also, um, gosh, I can't remember the guy's name. There was a sheriff from Louisiana who was like just a badass, badass sheriff. He used to run these ads that were awesome and um one of y'all will know in the comments but it was like we don't want no trouble in our county if you're looking for me i'm easy to find boy come on down to the sheriff's department we can do this right here in the parking lot and it just like overhead like shot of like him and all the sheriff's deputies lined up that guy is apparently now uh i believe he's a congressman Higgins, thank you, Higgins. That's Clay Higgins, exactly. I believe he's a congressman now. Don't quote me on that. He's somehow involved. Senator, thank you, Chris Watkins. See, the best audience on planet Earth. Um, they keep you informed. Dude, I've got a lot of facts tumbling around in this brain. They don't all line up at the same time. It's kind of like, uh, like a game of Plinko. Like you insert stimulus in the top and the little ball bounces down the thing. And wherever that ball lands, that's where, where that's what we're going to talk about. Plinko. Plinko. I don't think it's Plunko, babe. Plunko? Plinko. Maybe I'm thinking Bunko. No. I don't know. Bunko located? Bunko? Yeah. Hell if I know. Bingo? No, it's bingo. Bi not bingo. <laughs> not bingo. Plinko. Uh, Kerplunk. 
Are you thinking about Kerplunk? No, Palmetto. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Clay Higgins was um, cross-examining Christopher Wray in some Senate committee hearing asking about the ghost buses on January 6th that were filled with FBI informants and personnel dressed up as January 6th rioters that were infiltrating into the Capitol area on January 6th. And Christopher Ray, of course, denied it. But how interesting. Yeah, confirmed, because Clay Higgins was like, I've got all the footage. I've got all the data. I've got all of this. Will you speak to this? And he, Christopher Ray is like, I don't know what you're talking about. So Frank Chupenka, Frank the Tank, you were in New Jersey. No, I wasn't in New Jersey. I was born and raised in upstate New York. But I've been to New Jersey many times. <sighs> Senator Tom Cotton once wrote that the reality is that President Joe Biden's open border is the gravest terror threat to homeland in years. In short, keep your heads on a swivel. That's the written brief. Links are in the brief if you're on Patreon. If you're not, well, whatever. You're here, I suppose. Uh, let's see. Got a couple of articles I want to look at from RT.com, RussiaToday.com. By the way, if you're un- not subscribed and you made it this far in the brief, maybe consider subscribing. Unless you're a Fed boy, then whatever. Um, see you when the world ends. From uh, RT.com, Trump congratulates Latin American ally on election victory. Javier Millet. This guy is interesting. Javier Malay will make Argentina great again, the former U.S. President Trump has declared. Uh, Trump congratulated libertarian candidate Javier Malay on winning the Argentinian presidential election. Malay, a self-described anarcho-capitalist, has been compared to Trump for his brash personality and tirades against Argentina's political caste. Malay defeated Economy Minister Sergio Massa in a runoff election on Sunday, taking nearly 56% of the vote to Massa's 44. Malay's 11-point victory defied pre-election opinion polls, which showed him holding only a slight lead over Massa, which, again, can't necessarily trust the polls, can't necessarily trust the vote. I do want to issue a caveat, though. Uh, I've been thinking about this. I've been spending a fair amount of time doing dirt work lately, which is very good for me to clear my mind and just think. And um, sitting on a track hoe at uh, Caleb House recently, and I was just thinking. I think in this upcoming presidential election, and yes, brace yourselves. This is a this is me reversing course on something, something that we've talked about a lot at this channel. I'm not going to tell you what to do, but I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. I think in this upcoming election, what are you doing? People keep saying your audio is messed up. I don't think so. No, I just... Nope. Um, I think in this upcoming election, presidential election, I'm actually going to vote. Because it doesn't actually cost me anything to go and vote. And if, if the Dominion voting machines can only sway the vote so much, well, I should probably vote then. And Andy Frizzella is the one who's been talking about this a lot. That's kind of 
changed my opinion on this. That um I got it. The interruptions, the derailing of the train of thoughts. Andy Frazella has been talking about this, that if people don't vote, there are no receipts to say, oh, look, they're clearly messing with the election. So I'm not telling you what to do. I'm not entirely positive of what I'm going to do, but I do think that I am going to vote in the presidential election just to have one more data point that if they try and steal it again, I can say, hey, I voted. So I've always told y'all, I will admit to you when I'm wrong or when I get things wrong or tell you if I have a change of heart or a change of direction. And I'm in that instance feeling like it doesn't cost me anything to go vote. I'm going to go vote. And even if they steal the election, that's one more data point that they have to contest. So that's where I'm at with that. Your mileage may uh, may vary. You do you. I'm not telling you what to do, but I am telling you what I think I'm going to do. Okay? Okay, Bear. Now, back to uh, back to this guy in Argentina, Malay. We've got, uh, he said, quote, the whole world was watching. This is Trump speaking. I'm very proud of you. You will turn your country around and truly make Argentina great again. Malay and Trump both entered politics as outsiders, blah, 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 fiery speeches against Argentina's political caste, blah, blah, blah. Describing himself as an anarcho-capitalist, Malay has promised to abolish Argentina's central bank. Check. Down with it. Swap the Argentina, uh, Argentine peso for the U.S. dollar, eh, okay, as the country's official currency, and close more than half of the Argentine government's ministries. Check. All over that. His victory ends almost 20 years of rule by the Peronist Party, a left-wing political machine that had won 10 out of the 13 presidential elections in which it had been allowed to run since 1946. Over the last decade, inflation has soared to nearly 150%. The number of Argentinians living in poverty has risen to 40%, and the peso has fallen to a record low against the U.S. dollar. Quote, the model of decadence has reached its end. There is no turning back, Malay declared in a victory speech on Sunday. Enough of the impoverishing power of the caste. Today, we once again embrace the model of liberty to once again become a world power, end quote. We'll see, won't we? But uh, I got to tell you, I'm pretty much on board with all of that. Um, yeah. The question is, will the Bay let him? Uh, probably not. Let's see. But let's see what happens, right? Mm, delicious coffee. Another uh, interesting data point from RT, RussiaToday.com. And understand, this is purely Russian pop propaganda. We know this, but it's nice to see what the propagandists are saying. It's no more propaganda than Fox News or CNN or MSNBC or any of the other MSM platforms. Foreign mercenaries abandoning Ukrainian army. Many foreign mercenaries recruited by Ukraine soon opt out to flee the country after experiencing the gruesome reality of the battlefield, an army officer told CNN on Sunday. Moscow has previously said that Kiev uses its soldiers from other countries as cannon fodder to breach Russian defenses. Naturally. 
In an interview with an American network, Lieutenant Dmitry Kostyok said that his platoon, which was deployed not far from known as Bakhmut in Ukraine, a scene of fierce fighting in recent months ran short of personnel and was replenished by 12 foreign fighters. According to the officer, while some mercenaries join the fray because they are attracted to the romance of war, others go because they see fighting as a professional activity or because, or even because it's a good line on their resume. Quote, as a rule, they do not realize what they are getting into. Many people imagine our war is a gunfight with the enemy, but they don't realize how much artillery there is and that you sit under fire all day, every day, and may not see the enemy at all. Kostya noted that unlike Ukrainian citizens, foreigners are free to terminate a contract with the military. After seeing what the hostilities look like, almost half of the people said, quote, no, no, this is too much. This is not the kind of war we signed up for, the officer claimed. He also criticized the country's mobilization campaign, which has been marred by numerous corruption scandals and draft dodging, by noting that Ukraine's attempts to force its citizens to join the army produced soldiers who are reluctant to fight. Russian military has repeatedly warned that foreign mercenaries recruited by Ukraine are viewed as a legitimate target, having launched long-range missile strikes on their training camps on numerous occasions. In July, the defense ministry in Moscow said that Kyiv, quote, throws units with foreign mercenaries into so-called meat grinder assaults on Russian positions, with those injured troops being last to be evacuated. Around the same time, Moscow estimates that since the start of hostilities, more than 11,000 foreign mercenaries had arrived in Ukraine and that almost 5,000 of them had fled the country after seeing how they were being treated by the military and local authorities. As of July, the number of foreign fighters in the Ukrainian army was estimated at just over 2,000, according to the defense ministry. So, propaganda piece? Yes. I mean, obviously, if you're Russian, that makes you think, oh, good, the Russians are doing good. We're, you know, we're winning the war and blah, blah, blah. De demoralization. Data point? Yeah, possibly. How reliable is the data? Who knows? Is it better than your firsthand data from Ukraine? Probably. Is it even accurate? Who knows? It could be entirely made up. Um, I do think it illustrates, though, there's a lot of people who, and I've known some of them, who are like, war in Ukraine, let's go over there and do stuff. And then they get there and they're like, oh, shit, this is a war. Yeah, dummy, it's a war. It's a war war. And so there's a lot of people, I think, in, in SHTF, man, who are like, I'm going to have my rifle and my kit and me and a few of my buddies, and we're going to be you know, warlords when the world ends and you know, blah, blah, blah. This is our hill and nobody's taking it from me. Yeah, I mean, maybe if the fight is UARs versus guys with AKs or other guys with ARs, maybe, yeah. You know, fire and maneuver, numbers game, okay. But if you're fighting anybody, anybody, that when they press this radio over here, artillery or aerial assets are involved, I don't care what kind of rifle you have. It's going to be destroyed when that first round lands and blows your position to shit. And I think a lot of people in the preparedness community are very, very, very naive at just exactly how much hate can be brought to bear in how quick of a time and that nobody will care about whether you had an ACOG or an LPVO 
or what kind of suppressor you ran or what profile the barrel is on your M4 or nobody cares. Just, just no, nobody just cares because it, it doesn't matter. It's not a data point. It's, it doesn't matter. And so I sim- I share that with you for a couple of reasons. A, it illustrates that potentially the tide is turning for the worse if you're a Ukrainian in Ukraine. And there's a lot of data that's coming up and saying that now. And B, um, if your SHTF plan is to get into as many gunfights as possible and win as many gunfights as possible, that's a terrible plan. And you and your besties will be dead before you know it. And you have just become a loot drop for whoever else is in the battle space. Thank you for your 5.56. No, we weren't running short, but I'll always take more. Thank you. Appreciate it. Um, I have learned a lot training with some of the best. And one of the things that I've learned is artillery and aircraft. I don't care if you've got belt feds because neither do artillery and aircraft. They don't care either. And they will smoke your ass so fast. You won't know what happened. Okay. So yeah, uh, war is war. And you shouldn't want to do any of that now, or especially when the balloon goes up, bro. Um, <clears throat> now, uh, there's one more article, the details of which I'm not going to read to you because um, there's a seven-year-old in the room, but it's from the blaze. I'll grab the link here and post it in the chat. Um Be careful who you let around your children. There's the link. Gosh, you much. Well, do you see how fast the comments go by? Because people are going to be like, oh, I didn't see the link. There, if you didn't see that, well, I don't know what to tell you. California male nanny gets 707 years in prison for redacted 16 young boys filming redacted monster disguised by smiles 707 years in prison in california this is one of the rare times that myself and california are on the same page i was gonna say good job Kelly. matthew antonio zakzuruski was reportedly convicted of 34 felonies including redacted with a minor under the age of redacted redacted with a child under the age of redacted possession of child redacted using a minor for redacted distributing redacted to a minor and for the purpose of engaging in redacted 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 with a minor under the age of 14 years old uh this guy was a male nanny uh, and he w- had a profile on Sitter Buddy, which is apparently a website. And um, this dude's an absolute monster. He was smiling in court, telling that uh, the parents of his victims that he enjoyed bringing smiles to your children. And all of the good times we shared <clears throat> were 100% genuine. Um, and it's, uh, it's a decent little article that reinforces, be careful who you let your children spend time with. Whoa, why are you making noise? Shut up, computer. Um, 
And uh, yeah, I just wanted to close out this portion of the brief with that. Be very, very careful who your children spend time with. Do not never assume that just because somebody seems like a good person that they are. You have to know people, at least me, I have to know people before I let them into my life, before I let them into my children's lives. Because uh, my children are, a, they belong to the father and they are a gift to me. And it is my job to steward them. And I have to take provision, protection, blessing very seriously for the people that the father has given me to steward. It is an honor and a blessing that the creator thought enough of me to give me these people that belong to him for a period of time to raise them up in the way that they should go so they do not depart from it when they are older. And any harm that comes to them is on my shoulders. Period. The end. And so be very, very careful who you let around your children. Just because they seem like nice people doesn't mean they are nice people. I'll tell you what. A lot of my brethren are not nice people. And I'm totally okay with that because I'm not a nice person either. But we're good people. Righteous people to the best of our broken ability. Forsake not the widow and orphan. I'm not nice. I'm a terrible person to have tea with. I, I'm just, I don't care. Like, I don't, I don't have time to care. I'm not interested in pleasantries. I'm not a nice person. So I'm very unimpressed by nice people. And I think that's one of the things, um, I've had a lot of people who have met me over the years who are, they meet me in person and they make comments, something to the effect of, oh, you're this way all the time. Yeah. I'm this way all the time. I'm not putting on a show for y'all. I just simply turn the camera on because I'm this way all the time. I'm not a nice guy. I don't want to be a nice guy. I try and be a good guy. And so I'm nice to you because I love you. (laughs) And I like your curves. Facts. But, uh, Be very, very careful who you let your children around. And if your your barrier to entry is how nice they are, you're playing the wrong game, homie. That's the brief for today. If you're one of those people that jumps off when it's time to discuss the value exchange, this is your polite invitation to beat feet, skedaddle, get out of here. Have a blessed day. Shalom. Beat feet, seven-year-old said from across the room. Beat feet. Just like that. See, raise them up in the way that they should go. For everybody else, we are going to discuss the value exchange. There are links in the description to all this stuff. Um, So you you can or you cannot choose to engage. It's entirely up to you. The links are provided for you in the description. Okay? Okay, bear. Cool. Uh, Patreon.com. Patreon is a preparedness consultancy. It's 10 bucks a month. Um, it's the best 10 bucks you can spend on the internet. Some people voluntarily spend more than that on Patreon because they find more value than 10 bucks a month there, but entry levels, 10 bucks a month. And, uh, gosh, dang, I think it's chocked full of value over on Patreon. Just this morning, I had, um, an interview with Daniel Salatin of Polyface Farms on their property, looking at their cows, discussing rotational grazing of cattle 
with some of the best on planet Earth answering y'all's questions about rotating uh, rotational grazing. That's the kind of value you, we, we try and bring on Patreon. And uh, I think that what we do on Patreon, well, I know that. I put way more effort into Patreon than I do into YouTube. Oh, yeah. It's just a fact. Um, and so. And you get some honey, too. And yeah, my wife is also on Patreon. There's a lot, a lot of ladies write in and ask their questions, and we tend to answer those together. You also, my, a lot of my brethren are on there. Across the table with Bob is on there. Mad Kelt is on there. J.A. Dudley is on there. Uh, others are on there answering y'all's questions. So with me, so check that out. Link in the description. It's ten bucks a month. If you don't think you got ten bucks worth of value, cancel. Yeah. I, but we have we have been approached yeah, you're not locked into a contract. We've been approached five times now by Patreon asking me to come on and participate in their Patreon masterclass to tell other Patreon creators how to get the level of engagement and retention that we get at our channel. And five times I have told them to pound sand because I don't want to tell a bunch of content creators how to do what we do so that they abuse it. The way we do it is we treat it as a value exchange. I want you to get more out of it than what you put into it. I take Patreon very, very seriously. So check that out, link in the description. The Refuge channel needs to be promoted more, says RLRL. <laughs> Across the table with Bob said, if you don't think it's worth 10 bucks, you don't understand monetary value. There you yeah. go. Holyoke Homesteader said best best 10 bucks ever. And Holyoke is pretty new to Patreon, if I'm remembering correctly. So that's good to know, right? They're in the mouths of two or three, let a thing be established, right? So um, Jeff Burian, appreciate the work you and yours do in service to the Lord. Thank you, Jeff. I appreciate you. Thank you very much. Um, refuge. You know, Refuge has a YouTube channel. You guys should go subscribe to Refuge today. Just search Refuge Medical in the YouTube search bar. You'll find it and sign up. Uh, what's up, Bama Buckeye? I met Bama. I met Bama in Fayetteville, Arkansas at the first ever Refuge Medical Stop the Bleed class. So Mark O'Connor, what's up, bro? The straightest two by fours on planet Earth, cotlumber.com. He's Sandring, right? Sandring is also part of the Patreon fam, Fluster Cluck, uh, Buckshot. Uh, anyway, uh, Refuge YouTube channel, go check that out. A lot of teaching and instruction happens over there. Um, yeah, Michael Brown said, just use your Refuge discount once. Exactly. Um, if you're on, if you're wondering how to like make Patreon work for you monetarily, if you're going to buy from Refuge, go to Patreon, sign up use your Patreon discount. You just paid for Patreon <laughs> at least for a month, maybe several months. Um, cat. What's up, cat? Cat's been on Patreon for a long time. Uh, it's been on deployment. It's been to, uh, the men's retreats. Oh yeah. There's another thing we do on Patreon. Uh, men's group Monday, women's group Wednesday, the ladies retreats, the men's retreats, like in-person gatherings. There's a lot of stuff happening over there. Next, refugemedical.com. 
go to uh you can find refuge on youtube check them out i'm over there bob's over there liberty's over there heath is over there lump is over there ren cracker turned torah a whole bunch of people are over there producing content for y'all a lot of instruction uh, a lot of product reviews stuff like that um and then also these this is a bear fact and this is a bear min a lot of people wonder like what's the difference well first of all size so the bear fact right is bigger than the bear min okay and how big are they here's my hand there's a bare minimum all right now a lot of people get these after they order one they go damn bear you have big hands yeah yeah bear. he does bear um but that's my hand over the top of the bare minimum and that's the bare fact so the bare fact is larger than the bare minimum okay and the difference between these two things they're both made of ballistic nylon here in the United States of America. They're both guaranteed forever. They're both Molly compatible, PALS weapon compatible. Here in the bare minimum, and both of these are in stock, by the way. I literally can't remember that both of these were in size, they're in stock at the same time. Okay, that hasn't happened in a couple of months at least. So shout out to the crazy kids at Refuge Medical. Okay. So this one right here, the bare minimum, I got my shears and my TQ on the outside because I need the real estate on the inside. Pop this open. Same concept as the bare fact. In here, I've got my massive bleeding stuff. I've got airway respiratory stuff back down here. And then in here on the bottom, I've got my boo-boo stuff. Gauze, band-aids, OTC uh, wipes, and my uh, steri strips for wound closure. So the bare minimum is like a combination of trauma medical plus boo-boo kit. It's a very capable kit, and it's one of our more affordable kits. Versus the bare fact, this is a trauma first aid kit. Unless you like fall off of your bike on a goat trail on the side of a mountain, this is not the fell off of my bike kit. This is I got into a motor vehicle accident or I got shot, stabbed, blown up or whatever. Workplace injury, homestead injury, chainsaws. A lot of people, a lot of people have had their lives saved with a tourniquet from this kit because of chainsaw injuries. So same concept. Pop the lid open, grab the red handle, pull. Okay, so this stays attached to wherever. Your tractor, your skid steer, your headrest, your war belt, your plate carrier, your rucksack, your whatever. And now I'm holding in my hand a purpose-built trauma kit, which can be opened with one hand because, see this? A lot of people, four people who have used this kit to save their life were missing one of their hands or one of their arms. Pop it open. I've got all my massive bleeding stuff here. I've got a tourniquet, gloves, Sharpie, tape, pressure bandage, airway and respiratory, including my shears back here. So my shears, nasal pharyngeal airway, two by two, or um, I'm sorry, five by nine gauze pads in the back, a pair of chest seals, right? For the entry wound, exit wound, and a burn tech dressing uh, because burn is a very common modality of injury. And then down here, where on the uh, bare minimum, we'd have boo-boo stuff. Down here, I have more trauma stuff. And so in the bottom pocket here, I've got quick clot, hemostatic impregnated rolled gauze for wound packing, 
interjunctional spaces. And I've got a trauma pack. So this has two by twos, four by fours, five by nine gauze pads, flat duct tape, eye shield, iPad, mylar blanket, compressed gauze for wound packing, triangle bandage, rolled gauze. So the bare fact for trauma. Now, what's trauma? Trauma is oh shit bleeding, y'all. If you've ever if you've ever looked at somebody and thought, oh shit, or um, let's smash two vehicles into each other at a high rate of speed. That's trauma. Okay, so the difference between the bare fact and the bare men, they're very similar, very similar, but they're not the same. See that? And I'd like to give a shout out to all the Chinese manufacturing companies and domestic douchebags that are trying to replicate these, this model and doing a terrible job at it. We see you. It's cute. Imitation is not the highest form of flattery. Your stuff is junk. Ours is made in America and guaranteed forever. Right there. See that right there? Made in the USA. Every one of them. So that's kind of the difference between the Bearfac and the Bear Men. They're both in stock. They're both shipping fast. There are there are live operators standing by right now. If you could literally call the store refuge right now and you could get Heath on the phone or Bob or Liberty or Foe or I don't even know who else. Um, but we're an American company that makes stuff in America. We use American components to the best of our ability and uh, started this company in my barn four years ago and are now on four continents with all branches of the U.S. Armed Forces, including the Space Force, electively. I said that one day. I was like, you know, I don't know if Space Force has any of our kits. And one of y'all wrote in and was like, dude, I'm in the Space Force. And yes, we have your kits. And I was like, that's pretty badass, man. So, refugemedical.com. Check that out. If you're on Patreon, use your promo code. Using that promo code one time will uh, pay for your Patreon. So check that out. And uh, the biggest uh, biggest selling point right now for Refuge Medical is our stuff's in stock. Not all of it, but a lot of it is in stock. Unlike a lot of other people that do not have stuff in stock because of the war in Ukraine and the war in Israel. So... Mark Chase says, last time I called, I talked to Heath and he was very helpful. Well, I'm glad to hear that. That's one of the things we pay Heath to do, is to yeah. be very nice and helpful. Yeah. We also pay him to be swollen gorgeous, which he's good at. Yeah. You know, he just walks around like this. So, what's up? Shalom, bro. How's it going? Yeah. I just like giving him a hard time. Bear, just got my first refuge medical fact. High quality material camo. Yeah. Awesome. End of the year for F for HSA for us. Thanks, Kat. Yeah, it's also like all of our medical components and kits are HSA and FSA eligible. If you try and buy like a book from Refuge, like for example, uh, Pastor Joe's book, um, Survivalist Family, Prepare Prepared Americans for a Strong America, which is a great book, by the way. I own several copies of it. That's not a medical component. So your HSA or your FSA is probably going to kick that back. But the kit's components, good to go. Um, Kat said, foe is the man, right? Like, we have real people at our company. You don't get a phone tree in India when you call us. An iPhone in the office rings. And a human answers it. 
if you've ever used the chat feature on uh, on the website, there's real people, not chat GPT. There's real people on the other end of that chat function. So <laughs> tactically, Torah, cracking me up, bro. Sorry, bro. You're welcome. Happy Monday. I hope everything's going great. He's awesome. All of our people are awesome. Um, we really try not to hire not awesome people. So anyway, that's refugemedical.com. Uh, Refuge Ruckus as well. Um, I want y'all to be there. But whether you're there or not, me and my people are rucking through downtown Fort Smith, Arkansas. I'm going whether one of you or a thousand of you show up. We're doing this thing, whether people want to come play or not. We are rucking through downtown Fort Smith, Arkansas to raise awareness and funds for Caleb House. Caleb with a K, Caleb House is our juvenile human trafficking survivor restoration facility. That is the place we put children who have been trafficked back together again, because nobody else or very few other people are doing that here in the United States of America. There are 420 DHS sanctioned beds in the entire country for juvenile restoration. Um, that's not enough to handle the number of children that are abducted in my home state in a week. And that's the entire country year over year. So we are building Caleb House. And unfortunately, to do anything in 2023 in America, it costs money. And one of the ways we're raising money for Caleb House is the Refuge Ruckus, refugeruckus.com. And if you want to partner with us in that, go there, check it out. If you have questions, events at calebhouse.org. Events at calebhouse.org is the email address. We'll be there. I will, I will hear all the speakers who are coming to speak by myself. I will midrash with me and my homies on Shabbat by ourselves. We'll listen to worship music by ourselves. I will put a rucksack on Sunday morning and march through downtown Fort Smith, Smith Arkansas by myself, if that's what it takes. So maybe, maybe. If the spirit hits you, do it. And if the spirit doesn't hit you, don't. Because we're really bad at gray area. I am a light switch. I am on or off, hot or cold, black or white, left or right. True or untrue, sweetheart? Super true. Super true. Why is Ohio a hot spot for missing children? It's not. There's just more reporting on what happens in Ohio than there are in other places. Primary locations are California, New York, and Texas. CalebHouse.org, GrindstoneMinistries.com. It is storm season. We are watching a storm that's coming in from the Gulf right now. A warnord went out on one of our chats this morning saying, hey, pack your bags. Things are looking interesting. Uh, so, you know, there's a bunch of y'all that already know what Grindstone does. Um, those that don't, if we deploy, you'll see. 
because I'll make videos about it. Or you can put Grindstone Ministries in the uh, search bar on YouTube and see what we do. We are, we are not, we don't just fundraise and then do nothing, take pretty pictures for Instagram. In fact, I was being texted by somebody this morning and uh, they were like, we're calling all men to get involved in this fight. It's call to action for men. I was like, hey, all due respect, all the men I know are already in several different fights. So part of that is know your audience. Um, and I was like, hey, go check out calebhouse.org. Tell me we're not in the fight. Same thing with Grindstone. When we go, we go. And we go and we do the work that the federal and state government should do, but doesn't know how to do, but is still taxing you to do. So you check that out, grindstoneministries.com. It is a disaster season is upon us again. Of course, you got your t-shirts, long sleeves and hoodies for Caleb House. You've got uh, Brother Rex's, the real dope shirt, or Brother Saw's Facts Not Feeling shirt, the proceeds of which all go to benefit Caleb House and Grindstone. And uh, that's the show for today. Let's talk to the father real quick. Call it a day. All right. All right. Sounds good. Good morning, Father. Yeah. Father, thank you for letting us wake up with breath in our lungs this morning. Thank you for your provision and your protection and your blessing. Father, for everybody who's out there who's going through some stuff and who's hurting right now, I pray that you would minister to them, that you would manifest yourself in a way that is absolutely undeniable and miraculous, that you would show yourself unto them and that this would be a a witness and a testimony for them, just a speed bump on the road of life. Father, thank you for loving us even when we don't deserve it, especially when we don't deserve it. And thank you for manifesting yourself in the form of Yeshua to come here and atone for our sins, that we would have a way to come back home again. Thank you for the covering of blood and for redemption. Father, anything that's within the sound of my voice that's not of you, I rebuke it in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach and command it to destroy itself. Father, fill us up. Cover us. Give us strength and power and authority in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach to be your hands and feet and to execute on your will. Pour out your Ruach HaKodesh, your Holy Spirit, on us for wisdom and discernment. Father, and give us peace that surpasses all understanding. Let us remember what matters. You first, and then everything else. Father, insulate us from the world. Let us be set apart, sanctified, holy unto you, to be in the world, not of the world. Father, let us shine our light that our lives would be a witness and a testimony to how truly awesome you are. And that when others see us, they see you. Father, thank you for today. Keep us safe. Put your hands on all that we go forth to do. Please bless our, our people and our land, our businesses and our ministries, Father. And just be manifested, be indwelt in us, be near to us, 
remember us as we do our best to remember you. Father, I lift all these people up and I lay them at your feet. And ask that you'd bless them today, that you'd protect them, and that you would provide for them, and that you would equip and empower us to be your hands and feet. I ask all these things in Yeshua's name. Amen. That's the show for today. I hope you all have an awesome day. And I will see you when I see you. Shalom. Yes, sweetie.